Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, we're officially live. Everyone should be able to see us and hear us now. Uh, let's hope that that's it. Uh, everybody in chat, let me know that you can hear me that we're not muted, we're not frozen. Uh, everyone say hi, let's check your mics. Hello. Hello there. Hello, hello. Let's see here. Uh, okay, I'm not getting any feedback. Uh, chat, let me know uh, if anyone's muted, anyone's frozen, like I said, we'll get that fixed right away. But this is our weekly Cyberpunk Red gameplay we do right here every Saturday, same place, same time. And this is Team Nevermore. I'm gonna get into a, you know, a little breakdown of what the team is. And a little recap on you know what they've been through, and obviously we're gonna introduce our new character here. We have Urahime with us playing Nexus or Pulse, depending. But um, yeah, let's 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 just start it off. Let's get into it. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself. Let people know where they can find you online, and then introduce your character. Will, I see a whispering off camera. I, sorry, my doorbell just rang. Uh, you started off. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Uh, no, so uh, yeah, my name is Will. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Billy Huddles um, or on the Cyber Nation Uncensored uh, Discord as Rook. And um, also on the second and last Wednesday of every, every month, uh, playing in Team Veritas. But today in Team Nevermore, I'm going to be playing No Sticks the Netrunner. Get to bone some brains and break into mainframes. Exactly. And for the sake of new player being here and uh, some new viewers, when we do get into the gameplay, uh, we'll do a little little more detailed introduction of the characters and all that sort of stuff for everyone. Um, but yeah, let's keep it moving. Nick. Hello there. Uh, my name is Nicholas King. I, uh, you can find me on our CyberNation Uncensored Discord uh, under RobGrad98. On the web, you can find me at the King Square, Twitter, TikTok, a number of other places. Uh, and tonight I will be playing Hank C., the rocker boy. Nice. Raven. Hey, everyone. I'm Raven. Um, tonight I'll be playing Belladonna Jax, the Ripper. Um, you can catch me all, of, all, all over the internet. I've rebranded. Um, at a familiar raven, um, I'm I'm finishing up my high riders campaign, getting ready to gear up and take on new players. Be on the lookout; they're coming. Thank you. Oh yeah, we'll be putting out a casting call very soon, or I should say, Udahime will be leading up that casting call for you very soon. Alex. 
everyone. Uh, once again, it's Alex Maxwell. You can find me on Twitter at Alex R. Maxwell. You can find me on TikTok at Maxwell Musings. You can find me in the Separation Uncensored Discord as Maxwell. Um, I've got my pony with one trick, and that particular trick is being this team's solo tonight. I am bringing you, once again, Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Sometimes known as Scary, sometimes Scare Bear. We'll see what else we can yeah. come up with. We'll Scare see. Bear. We'll see. And, Night is young. Yeah, and Udahime, our new player. Also, uh, also, I should uh, mention she's our community manager at Cybernation Uncensored too. Just recently joined the team, so happy to have you on the team and here getting to play. But uh, yeah, introduce yeah. yourself. Hi guys, I'm Utahime. As Rob said, I am the community manager um, for uh, Cybernation Uncensored and also too um, the Initiative Order as well. Um, two totally amazing wonderful uh communities and i'm honored that you guys have me working with you guys <laughs> on different things um i also too i stream um i host um i am a cosplayer hence my uh social media handle that you can find me pretty much everywhere at utahime cosplay um and brianna de Costa on twitter and uh tonight i am your resident media uh my name is nexus in this game or some people might know my alter ego pulse We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, yeah, I want to shout out uh, April Stiletto Assassin in chat who uh, just left Team Nevermore. Uh, also, since you brought up Initiative Order, uh, she helps run the Initiative Order as well as a Modifius Content Manager. I'm, I really appreciate the raid too. ModCon was awesome today. It was really cool to see all the stuff Modifius is working on. Um, also, shout out to Ellen. Uh, Ellen Graham, sweet Ellie Bean from my uh, weekly Sirenscape Cyberpunk Red Gameplay. Uh, she plays Alley Cats the Rocker. Uh, but yeah, I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the Game Master here. I'm also the founder of Cybernation Uncensored. Lots of gameplay series, tutorials, lots of content, and uh, it's going to be a lot more. Uh, now that Udahime has joined me on the team, we also got Maz as part of our team. Um, they're running uh, the brand management. Udahime is running our community management. And uh, we've been expanding. We just basically hit the ground running as the team expanded. We've got new GMs, new gameplay opportunities. So join the Cybernation Uncensored Discord and check out uh, the channel Teamwork if you want to join the team and help us out and look out for new opportunities there, as well as Casting Call and uh, lots of gameplay opportunities coming up. So definitely sign up uh, under the Casting Call and join us for some streams. Um, aside from that, I, I personally run tons of gameplay. I have like five different teams going. Team Veritas, Cyberpunk Red, the second and last Wednesday of the month. I got Team Nevermore every Saturday here. Um, on the last Sunday of the month, I run Team Witches, which is an Albany Jesuit team of Dune 2D20. Uh, every Friday, I'm doing Fallout 2D20, which is going to go to the last Friday of the month. Um, as well as the last Monday of the month, I'm starting up Shadows of Estrin. Shout out to Studios Studio Agate. Um, yeah, lots of gameplay, lots of stuff. So please give me a follow, a subscribe here on Twitch. Also on YouTube, would really appreciate the support. Anybody watching on YouTube, uh, give a like and a comment too um, on the VOD so we know you're there. Um, and same with on the podcast. We put out the 30 plus sites on the podcast. Every episode, every content that we put out uh, would really appreciate the rating there as well. So thanks so much to that. And shout out to my supporters on Patreon. You all are the fuel on my fire. I say it every time. It means so much to me. I do this shit because I love it. Uh, and I have a passion for tabletop role playing and being a game master and all this stuff. But um, it's absolutely validated by your support. And I just want to shout out Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, Naomi Madlass, William Huddleston, Jamie Minch, John Erfurt, Leaded Coffee, Chris Anderson, Matt James, Jerem Reservoir Panda, Rothan, aka Renegade 420, Revolver Gray, Samurai Max, Steve Barr of Sirenscape. Sirenscape is an official sponsor of Cybernation Uncensored. Uh, 
Zeno, Zach, whose GM Capricious Nature runs multiple teams for us at Cybernation Uncensored. Uh, he'll be starting up a, a Homeworld campaign soon, too, uh, for Modifius right here on our channel. Uh, Raven, who's going to be starting up her High Riders campaign. Andy Stretton, Copious Salt, Derek Lawrence, Daniel Terry, Alex Maxwell, Nicholas King, Tracy Goodwin, a.k.a. Stink Palm, Igor, and Chris Callies, who just recently joined Team Veritas next Wednesday. Tune into that to check out the new player, 5 p.m. Pacific time. All right, now that I'm out of breath, Let's get into Team Nevermore. All right, this is Cyberpunk Red, and if you're not familiar with the life path, you can sell yourself to a corporation, a crime family, or the military to get some extra money. And that's what this team has done. They've all sold themselves to Raven Microcybernetics. Uh, so that's what they do. They're basically uh, a task force sort of team where, you know, they don't really have a choice. They have to do what the corporation tells them. And, um, that's just how it is for a nominal fee. Uh, and they've already found out that obviously something is implanted in them that can render them unconscious. Uh, maybe more, they're not sure. But anytime that they've got a little mouthy or, or tested the waters, uh, they've ended up uh, unconscious and waking up surrounded by security or something else. So yeah, Raven Microsive is not fucking around. And I think the team knows it. Uh, their boss, Cromwell, pretty much gives them missions and they carry them out. They got through the first one where they had to steal a perpetual energy chip from uh, Rockland Augmentics from their uh, release party at Club Euphoria and make it look like Savage Docs did it. That's kind of the media's job on this team is to kind of fuck with evidence and make stories appear like something else to throw the scent off while they do fucked up stuff for <laughs> Raven Microsive. So it's very dark and dystopian as you would expect from Cyberpunk Red. So that's what the team is. That's what they're doing. And where we left off, the team just uh they hung out at the 24-hour cafe their media uh uh kish basically went got a call from her brother took off to go meet up with him and said hey i'll meet you back at the office in a week i know we got a another job coming up and well it's been a week everyone got to do their side hustle and they're meeting up in the conference room at raven micro Cybe. and here i'll pull up uh the building imagery here just so we can kind of see the ominous building of raven micro side and i'll just give a little description here for anybody new and for our new player but um yeah raven micro side is uh, new offices are located in a relatively uh unadorned corporate skyscraper uh while they crown the building uh their offices only make up the top 10 floors and the rest is dedicated to Basically, they're uh, housing their close uh, business partners, uh, sponsors, and investors, independent law offices, uh, different media brands, and one of their biggest brands is Orbital Air. Um, so yeah, that's basically a little bit about Raven Microsci. But all of you meet up in the conference room like you always do. Uh, and one by one, you kind of filter in, sit down around the table, and just let's take a moment. We'll go around the table. Everyone describe what we're looking at today as you enter the room let's start off with gnostics uh gnostics is wearing his uh patched up you know patchwork suit jacket um keeps his you know vr goggles on his head you know all pretty much all the time ready for action uh you know kind of a dirty punkish looking bandana around his uh around his head keeping his wild hair back um kind of a tattered t-shirt you know just plain Looks like, I mean, it's been stitched together and, um, and then, uh, yeah. And then if you kind of a unkempt beard and, um, across his face, there's scarring from what appears to be, you know, what used to be, um, EMP threading that was, uh, forcefully pried out of his head. Um, and, 
aside from that, um, yeah, he's uh, smelling like pumpernickel. Nice. Always smelling like something different. Usually not good, but something different. Uh, Hank C., what's, what are we looking at today? Uh, um, Hank walks in. His hair, uh, his tech hair is black with streaks of red in it. Uh, there is EMP threading that goes uh, down from his forehead over his face uh, and then connects to the audio vox that he has uh, around his throat. Uh, he is wearing a very well-worn leather vest that is covered in patches from various punk bands that he has seen over the years, uh, and generally has a, you know a sort of bohemian style to him, uh, wearing a shirt that has a matchbook uh, cover on it, uh, very you know, loose-fitting jeans, uh, rough, you know, rough but ready. Uh, uh, sneakers, and then two very large uh, full-sleeve light tattoos on both of his arms, one of which actually depicts uh, the, the, the fall of Arasaka Tower during the Night City Holocaust. Nice. What about uh, Bella? Are we looking at Belladonna or Jax right now? Belladonna. All right. What are we looking at? So <clears throat> I stand about five foot seven and a half. Um, Red, um, uh, short, spiked, uh, red and um, uh, auburn hair. Um, <clears throat> I walk in with a, a cropped top, um, a top and uh, cut off sleeveless jacket. Two cyber arms, both cyber eyes, um, um, utility harness are, um, wrapped around me and, um, to complete the nomad leather, leathers and boots. Um, Maybe a little bit dirty from working in the shop, but um, that's it. Yeah, what about Scarecrow? The Scarecrow comes in and filling out his, his real armor-aligned business wears um, at a six feet and change. Um, you, know, you know, lifetime sell that he's been. Uh, he's, you know, all... Uh, you know, athleticism and uh, austere stoicism. Um, but he's got a bit of a smirk coming into the office today because uh, you know he's got some cat hair on his jacket because a certain some a certain someone's pet cat came and say hi in the morning and that peps him up with like a cup of coffee, um, which he is jealously clutching in one scarred knuckle hand. Um, he has no overt cyberware. Uh, he is you know, he is a man of uh, Anglo-Japanese descent. Uh, he's got, you know, like a deep walnut hair. Uh, he's got a a bit of stubble growing out. He, usually he's more clean shaven. Um, but the the week of, of hustling has not seen him to in front of a proper mirror. Um, to break him apart from what would usually be like eggs like a tire instead of fancy brogue, like brogue shoes or uh, or. I don't know, like like loafers uh he's wearing underneath his uh his slacks lace up combat boots with the the toes are scuffed down to the steel um and he's got the perpetual telltale swell of his holstered pistol under his jacket and looking a, a little rough around the edges but still just like morning nice and i know everyone had a, a side hustle uh, let's briefly go around and everyone explain kind of what they did for their side hustle. Gnostics, what did you get into? Let's start off with, uh, you know, 
how much money you made and then what you did. You're muted. Uh-oh. Appeasing the mute gods. We've, we've done it. Now we can move on. <laughs> um, we were rolling for a uh, new one here? Or? No, the one we rolled last week. Oh, uh, actually, it was... Um, I didn't really get up too much. I just kind of got a little bit lost in uh, some yellow. Um, but uh, managed to find some... Uh, managed to find 100 days and, and an old pair of pants. Very true. What about Hank C? And as Hank C is getting it started, allow me to start up some Sirenscape City sounds. Should have got that going at the beginning. I... I love that, and uh, didn't really get to rock that yet. But yeah, what did, what did Hank see? How much did he make, and what did he get into the past week? Hank ended up making about 300 eddies to do a personal appearance, and it was a an uh, opening for uh, Chromie Scavers, who he had met uh, at the last job working at Club Euphoria. Ended up hitting it off with uh, Tank, the lead singer, and called him up after you know during the off week and said, "Hey, I'm looking for you know a side gig. We, uh, you know we tried to get me to open up for you at uh, Euphoria, then everything went to hell. Uh, but if you've got an open spot, I'd love to come in and just you know do a few songs, make it make, make a little bit of eddies." And uh, Hank and Tank, uh, Hank and Tank, gotta love that. Uh, ended up hitting it off pretty pretty well. Uh, and uh, Tank's even offered to let Hank kind of. You know, tour with the band as an opening act uh, when if they decide to go on a, uh, another national tour. So, Hank's making some connections. Nice. What about Belladonna or Jax? Uh, who, how much? How, who made what in the past week? I'll just stand in the driver's seat. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, I got a call from from my, from my corporate contact for that I usually get work through, and they also supply me with medical gear for. Like stuff for the shop. Um, I had a client that uh, they wanted me to patch up and um, and upgrade their their cyber cyberware, and unfortunately, this contact did not come through. But I was able to salvage their cyberware and uh, pass it on and pass it on to another client. So their loss would be carried forward to the next person that I installed on. That's not nice. What about Scarecrow? Uh, Scarecrow made a modest 200 eddies. Uh, it's being brought on as additional muscle uh, for a, uh, a shipment detail by a, a kind of like middling fiction the city known by Hornet. Um, he was just he was just told that uh, whatever's in this box, you don't need to know what it is, and it needs to go from A to B, and that's. That's what uh, Scarecrow did. He was, you know, he was the trunk monkey with the machine gun. Nice. And yeah, just as uh, turn down some of the sounds there, overpowering us. But yeah, just as you're discussing, uh, you know, your last week's hustles and things like that, um, a couple of your agents go off. Who do you think, out of, out of all of you, would typically have, uh, you know, notifications for upcoming news alerts? Just generic, like hot exposés and things like that. I would imagine Hank C, but would anybody else? I mean, I would imagine Gnostics has, you know, some notifications turned on, but I mean, he's, he gets his stuff from a little bit deeper. Yeah, I, I um, picture Gnostics yeah. would too, but it'd probably be more tech and like some deeper obscure stuff and maybe less like trendy style things. Yeah. Um, whereas Hank C maybe would get this. Um, at this time, I would like uh, all the players to 
uh, play that link there that's in the chat, and the rest, this is the, uh, the alert, the expose that pops up on the agent. I'll play it for everyone here in chat. Hi, my sweet chumbas. Pulse here, staying connected to the veins of Night City, the streets. Ooh. I don't think they could hear it. Uh, hold on one second. Hi, my sweet chumbas. Pulse here, staying connected to the veins of Night City, the streets. I'm bringing you the exclusive stories that are the very lifeblood you need, not only to survive, but to thrive out in our unforgiving city. All right, night citizens, it's time to get it pumping. I'm back today with a spicy one for you. I've gained intel that Arasaka has been very, very naughty lately. They were recently spotted going in and out of Night City using an AV, and it looks like their operatives picked up some edge runners from inside of the city. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but last time I checked, Arisaka isn't even supposed to be within an inch of our city. Guess they thought they cleverly avoided being spotted. <laughs> but let's get serious about this. What exactly is Arasaka up to, and how do these edge runners factor into their plans? Click the link attached to this video to subscribe so you can check out my full story and get the exclusive footage only my cells get to see first. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, there, uh, and basically, after all of you get that little alert and that little expose, um, thing uh the conference door opens as you see uh this female walk in and i'll let her describe what you're all looking at as she enters the room so um you would see uh nexus walk into the room she stands about five foot eight she is actually also mixed japanese but she's uh, japanese and african uh, she has a slim curvy build and tan skin she has gray eyes that are accentuated by her platinum haircut short uh, to fit her punk chic kind of aesthetic. Uh, she rocks a low cut uh, chromatic blue crop tank in matching skirt. Uh, she's also rocking a burgundy and pink faux fur leather jacket that she's wearing off her shoulders that actually appears to have what looks like uh, LED uh, detailing through the fabric. Um, and of course she had to have the burgundy thigh high stiletto boots to complete the ensemble. Uh, she also too is rocking uh, some uh, mirrored uh, round uh, glasses, like sunglasses. Uh, she has uh, gold layer chains and bracelets, um, but what stands out in particular is one interesting accessory. It's a, a burgundy uh, colored katana tied at her hip with an inscription that's in Japanese. Uh, as, I, as I enter, um, do I have some new admirers of my work? With an entrance like that, most certainly. Definitely a fan of this altogether, but um, I'm sorry, but who are you? Oh, that's very rude of me. I'm Nexus. Nice to meet you all. Pleasure. Are you sure? 
And her mentioning... Well, I said my name. Isn't anyone going to offer that? Uh, no sticks. That's... They call me. Hank C. Scarecrow. Hank C. Scarecrow. I love your hair. I used to actually have my hair dyed that color, but I decided to pull it my platinum. It's just my color, you know. Um, Nexus is going to go in the direction because her eyes, or at least like she kind of does the like lowering of her glasses and she looks directly at Scarecrow. Now, I don't know, what is the, what's the, um, the layout for where everyone's sitting right now? Yeah, where's everyone sitting at this conference table? Because it's basically a big conference room uh, overlooking the city. Um, just a big table in the middle of the room. Hank would uh, definitely be sitting sort of near the center facing the door because he knows Cromwell's going to show up at some point. And he just wants to see him. Just be like, all right. Gnostics would be sitting at like the uh, the head of the table that's fur- like furthest from the door. Uh, post like perched up on his chair, like, you know, like almost like squatting on top of it, just like into his phone and just like. I'd be on the right side, cross-legged. And Scarecrow would probably be the uh, the the opposite head, not sitting directly at it, but like the the one chair adjacent, so he can keep the windows in one periphery and the the door in and out to the other. If there is um, is is there an empty chair that's oh, yeah. next to Scarecrow specifically? Oh yeah, yeah, there is. Um. Nexus will slowly walk, like very, very, a very like runway esque, like very extra walk over to where Scarecrow is. Like placing, if there the chair was not there, uh, she's placing it very close to where he's at, and uh, she sits down and kind of leans closer to uh, where he's um, sitting. And uh, she just uh, kind of looks looks him over. Oh, I see that you're the suit, maybe not tie tight. Uh, it depends. On, everything depends on the circumstance, I suppose. Among many things, I'm flexible. Flexible. That's very useful. It's not, it, looks, it looks like Hank, like... <laughs> Nostix reaches into, like, the pocket of his suit jacket and just pulls out a loose, like, fried prawn. Just like a prawn. Hank will actually pull out, his, how to, pull out his agent and snap a quick picture of Scarecrow looking completely distressed that this beautiful woman is... Is is more or less flirting with him just just to capture that moment of distress? Going, I'm going to save this for later. I, I will hurt you. As you know where I live. I. And for just just for fun, a little side thing. Uh, Nexus, give me a give me a one d ten. In fantasy grounds, if you just grab that d ten at the bottom and toss it into the chat window, we should be able to see it. Let me bring up the dice marker there. Shout out to Fantasy Grounds, official sponsor of Cybernation Uncensored. 
We're just about 100% moved over to Fantasy Grounds with all my teams. I have like one last team to get moved over, so I'm so excited about that. Um, yeah, Nexus, uh, one thing that you notice, I mean, you're obviously, you have your agenda and you're engaging your conversation. But just a side note, when you met everyone, uh, you do recognize Hank C. Maybe being a media, you've uh, seen some press and things about him. You know, he's a medium-level rocker. Uh, you've heard of his band, things like that. But I'll let you decide whether or not you let them know that. I will let you also decide whether or not you you like his music or yeah. not. Just because you know of him doesn't mean you're a fan. Yeah, no, um, after that, um, if there's still time, obviously, to chat, um, Nexus will um, look in the direction of Hank C., uh, kind of lower her, lowering her glasses again and kind of it's it's like that like kind of long pause for a second you don't know what exactly where she's gonna go next because you saw the interaction with her and scarecrow i'm a fan of your music thank you i do appreciate that i'm curious what are your inspirations mayhem and civics do like a bit of mayhem myself. Oh, you're in the right place for that. Yeah. I would be very careful about anything that Gnostics offers you. It's probably been sitting in his pockets for at least two days. This, this came from, I'm pretty sure they had a little party for some of the corpos, but snuck in into the break room and nabbed me a few. Of the prawns. <laughs> Dude, if you keep stealing from that lunchroom, they're going. Somebody's going to get angry, and it'll be fun to watch. Now, question: How, like, what is? What am I looking at when, like, because she's going to pick up the prawn, uh, if it was given to her, uh, and kind of take a look, and like, she keeps the glasses on. <laughs> she doesn't even lower the glasses. What? How is this cooked? Is it cooked at all? I mean, I'm. Pretty sure they get some good courtly stuff. I mean, it's, it's fried. And battered. I prefer my fish raw. And then she's going to, like, hand it back. Uh, more than me. Later, you won't need. But thank you. No problem, love. Yeah, and uh, shout out to uh, Nexus as Pulse, her... Her past side hustle in the past week, she broke a big expose. I did want to mention on that Arasaka in Night City. Shout out to my Sirenscape stream uh, every week there. Uh, possibly she caught wind of some Arasaka and some Edge Runners doing something in the hot zone in, in, in Night City. Uh, there might be some crossover. There might be further mentions of that uh, in future streams, maybe over there, maybe over here. We'll see what happens, but I did want to bring that up. Uh, just as conversation uh, gets cut short and the door opens, and you see Mr. Cromwell walk in. You can see him there on Fantasy Grounds. I put up the image. Uh, shout out to Crosswire, uh, the artist, uh, buddy of mine. He does the official uh, character art for the Cyberpunk Red Companion app. He also made artwork for some of my campaigns and previous NPCs. But Mr. Cromwell basically walks in um, and he steps in and, uh, oh, uh, I have your new job. And I, I, I see you already met your uh, new media nexus. Oh, we, we get to work with that. Yep, that's, she just wanted it. No, no, no. That's your new media. She's part of the team. Oh. Where, where's Kish? Uh, we're looking into it. We're looking into it. But um, but yeah, I'm glad you've already met. Let's get into it. Uh, I have your new job. Uh, 
it's kind of serious. Uh, basically, one of our execs was picked up a while back, and well, uh, things didn't really end in their favor, and now uh, they're doing 20 to life. So uh, that's at the NC prison, and um, well, I, I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Look, this job is a two-parter, and uh, here, let's, uh, let's focus on this. He gestures to his assistant that kind of steps from behind him with his hologram clipboard and things, and he tosses down a folder onto the conference table, and then uh, Mr. Cromwell continues. Um, uh, see what you can dig up on this man and uh, find him. Uh, collect his DNA and then dispose of the body. Uh, you know, hair, blood, uh, everything you can get. No witnesses. Uh, then come see me and we'll discuss the second part of this job. Good luck. He turns and leaves the room. The assistant just looks at all of you and nods and turns and leaves the room. Door closes. It's really creepy how nonchalant he is about some of that shit. I mean, you probably don't reach his level of position in this company without having a shit ton of bodies under your desk. Lots of skeletons. All right. Open up the dossier, see what we're dealing with. Yep, let's take a look. And shout out to a stiletto assassin in chat who was playing Kish, and she's like, they don't know. They don't know where I am. <laughs> That's funny. Nexus, if, if Scarecrow is the one who opens it, Nexus is going to lean in, like, but like lean, lean in suggestively and just over the shoulder. Nice. Um, well, making yeah. him further uncomfortable, probably. The, ever since hearing the Arasaka like news broadcast, his tattoos is like the inch down his spine. It keeps getting worse. He's like, I, mm, I hate being in a room not knowing something. Um, yeah. What is? Uh, what are we looking at? Who's? Yeah, you. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you grab the folder. Scarecrow opens it up. His Nexus uncomfortably leans across him. Uh, Scarecrow able to feel the warmth of her breath down his neck. Um, a little uncomfortable moment, possibly, but you open it up and you're you're looking at uh, basically a file with very little information. Uh, you're looking at one sheet and a hologram sheet, um, and on the top sheet it basically says Drake Peterson. Uh, it says Drake Peterson, a mid-level exec in his mid to late 40s, uh, current age unknown, uh, currently works for Militech and has for the past six to seven years. Uh, he has previous military background, served in the 4th Corporate Roar, as records show, and uh, currently lives in the exec zone in a Militech-sponsored building in Block. Um, other than that, that's all that's in this folder, and when you flip to the hologram sheet, uh, it pops up with an image, a hologram of this guy, as he pops up and you see this exec in a suit, some scruffy facial hair, um, some possible cyber eyes, and you see definite signs of a scarage on his face. Uh, he's got a bald head, um, but definite scars to show. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's been through some shit, possibly the past fourth corporate war and things as shown in this record. Um, but looking exactly like in his suit and such. Uh, but that's the hologram that pops up. That's the information that you have in the folder so far. Not a lot for us to work with, but. Right up your alley, Some usual just casual murder. Not just oh. casual murder, it's we're also getting any kind of DNA, air, what have you off of this guy, and then we make him disappear. 
It's one thing if it's one thing if Cromwell just wants us to, you know, ice this motherfucker. He he wants us to make this motherfucker disappear and still keep his body parts around. Why do you suppose he wants all the DNA? Don't know. Don't care. Biometrics. Our job is just to get the job done, not to ask questions. Right? Straight to the point. You gotta be in this, this I mean, right? Or am I wrong? We sometimes I heard that like your to team ask questions. likes to party, so. I mean, I'm assuming that this type of job is just a piece of cake for you guys. Yes. Going to the exact zone isn't a piece of cake for anyone unless you belong there. But we, I'm sure we'll find a way. But, um, I want to know I'll more about. Some people. Oh, I mean, I can shut off it, Raiden. I want to know more. See if I can dig up more beyond a, a middle schooler's passing weekend homework about who our target is first. But sure. And yeah. what was the name again? It's uh, Drake Peterson. And yeah, Scarecrow, just like uh, Mr. Cromwell said, dig up whatever you can on this guy and find him, you know? So it makes sense that Scarecrow would suggest that. Give me a library search. Give yourself the bonus for using your agent. Um, and everyone can do that now if you want to do like Scarecrow suggested. Um, uh, you'll see where Nexus gets up from the table. I have to use the little girl's room. And then she's going to leave... Uh, the room to take care of something separately from the rest of the room. Yeah, Nexus leaves the room. Uh, everybody give me that library search check. As soon as she's out of the room and out of earshot. Uh, that's only a nine for me. Thanks, man. Gnostic, Gnostic makes, like, tries to make it look like he's searching, but turns away from him, and he's just actually like playing Elflines Online on his phone still. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it didn't add the plus two mod onto mine, but I should have an additional two on that. I will say that I'm going to use my amplified hearing as I leave the room. Okay, cool. Yeah, then um, okay. yeah, give me a Nexus, give me a perception check. And this is like if I hear anything, oh, yeah. um, by the way. Yeah, and what was uh, Hank, anybody else uh, uh, chatting about anything while you're doing a little library search? Anything that Nexus might overhear? As soon as, as, soon as, soon as she leaves the room, well, I don't know. I don't know if we can trust her, but she's certainly going to make things interesting. Far cry from Kish, but, but uh, yeah, it's style. <laughs> I just love seeing you you uncomfortable, Scary. Listen. I like watching him squirm. And I've got I've got picture evidence of it now. I'm I'm gonna save that. It being un unusually quiet, actually. <laughs> Scarecrow's just gonna just draw a, like one of the spare magazines, slip out a bullet, and just throw it at at Hank. Catch. The, ne the next one I'm sending your way comes a lot faster. And just puts the magazine away. Nice. Hey, there, is that Elflines you're playing? Hmm? Oh my god, Gnostics, is that um, Elflines you're playing when you're supposed to be searching? 
I'm so scarecrow. What was your? You said your library search didn't have a bonus in it. What was it supposed to be? I uh, so it, yeah, a thirteen. Okay, cool. Well then, yeah. Uh, you know, nobody's really coming up with much. Much uh, scarecrow uh, is coming up with the most. Uh, you know, you're finding the basic information, everyone, that, yeah, he's a mid-level exec. Uh, he is in his mid to late 40s. You see, like, a little article about him joining Militech about seven years ago, um, doing some corporate work. Not a lot of details. As much isn't released about Militech execs and workers and things, but it is just a brief sort of introduction to a new employee thing that you found, uh, probably where Raven Microsoft got their info. Um, says, yeah, he's got previous military background. Something else comes up, like old military records from the Fourth Corporate War, but no details about his position, what he was doing. Nothing, just that he did serve. Um, yeah, aside from that, you, it does come up that uh, he's living, because you do see some, like, power records and, uh, you know, some bill records stuff traced to him living in, a, in one of the Militech buildings in the exec zone. Um, and as you know, the exec zone is, is you know, highly uh, secure and guarded. Um, reserved for, you know, mid to high level uh, corpos and execs and, you know, up and comings like that. A lot of sponsored buildings and blocks and things there. Um, but Scarecrow, uh, you also come up with um, some more information on him. Or actually, uh, you know, you get a majority of uh, that information that Raven Microsoft found as well as seeing that he's divorced. Uh, he was married at one time to a Kelly, uh, Kelly Harrison. And um, they got divorced a few years back. And, um, yeah, they have a daughter, uh, a daughter named Alexis. And, uh, yeah, that information comes up. And, uh, and then you also see, um, through digging through that, uh, or Belladonna, uh, you got a 17? Yep. Okay, yeah, then you would, you'd be able to pull up... Uh, you know, as Scarecrow brings up the divorce records and you kind of dig a little deeper into that, you're able to kind of trace through his daughter Alexis and through uh, Drake Peterson to see um, that he has an annual pass to Playland by the Sea. And he seems to go there every other weekend with his daughter. Um, you can basically see uh, Playland uh, uh, records and analytics uh, coming up there. I, I can be as much just say um, he's up for going to play and then uh, yeah everybody uh, take off your headphones except for Nexus and Nexus yeah you stepped out of the room and you did hear everything that they were saying when they were just having that conversation about you not sure if they can trust you but you seem like fun and teasing Scarecrow and you, you, you definitely heard all of that but uh, now you're out of earshot um, yeah, she's walking down the hall, um, and she will actually go, like, to the ladies' room, but she kind of, like, is smirking as she goes, because she hears the conversation, um, and, um, as she enters, um, she says, call Bones. Nice. And she's basically using her agent to, her internal agent to call. And which one is Bones? Is that family? Uh, Bones is, like, uh... He's almost the, the equivalent of my uh, older brother, my Anaki. And yeah. this conversation w that she will have will be in Japanese. I'm not I'm not a native Japanese speaker, but that is basically when she's um, talking on the phone. Sure. Yeah, he, he answers right away in Japanese. Uh, 
uh, yeah, Nexus, what's up? Or would he be calling you Nexus? Uh, yeah, he would be, yeah. you know, or a little sit. Like, it's either way. Okay. Um, it's usually Nexus or little sis. All right. Hey, what's up, little sis? You started the new gig hey. today, right? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting group. Yeah. I it's would assume so. It's going to be a lot so. of fun. I hope so. Uh, I need some help. Okay. I mean, obviously, you guys want me to do well, right? Um, so I need some information. And I know that you're good uh, with getting uh, the right connections. Uh, I need information on a Drake Peterson. Okay. Uh, what's up? What's up with this? Uh, with this Chumba? What's up? You got anything on him? Well, um, well, all I know is that he's our target. Um, I'm gonna send you some information um, that we were given at the briefing, and um, just do what you do. You work your magic. You know the right people, and also too, any information as far as um, exes, lovers, children, whatever uh, that's necessary for me to try to get an in. I'd appreciate it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll have the, the guys look into it right away. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you right back. Thanks, Anaki. Hey, uh, let, let me ask you this. Uh, everyone uh, getting along? They they like you? They, they're welcoming you into the team? Everything looks good? Well, I mean, uh, you know, Hank seems a little suspicious. Um, <laughs> Scarecrow, oh... He's going to be fun to toy with. He's uh, very, uh, I don't know, timid to be a solo, in my opinion. Um, the other two seem very chill, but I think that, yeah, I think I'll be able to do what I do, uh, schmooze a little bit, blend in. Good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll do what you do. It's, you know... Uh, it's why you're there. You're the best at that shit. So uh, when you're ready, uh, you know, we'll make our move. Um, I'll hit you back as soon as I know anything about this Drake Peterson. Yes, please and thank you. And also, too, please, I'm going to send you um, my team's information. If you have any fun tidbits to give me okay. a little intel, uh, please do. I will. All right, be safe, right. sis. Bye, Anaki hangs up and and then she's going to in like obviously uh take out her uh, her cell she's gonna message the information over to uh everyone's got headphones on now yeah, two bones yeah and uh you can enter back to the room I wasn't sure if that was put back on if you were adjusting your headphones for a second no no put them back on um and uh Nexus enters back into the room as, uh, you know, Scarecrow goes over what he found and Belladonna goes over uh, what she found. Yeah, what did I miss? Homework. Homework. Ah, oh, that's always so boring. Uh, give, me, give me the, the sort, short synopsis of what We're planning a field trip. Field trip? Where? So, so yeah, apparently this guy has a daughter, an ex-wife, and he takes the daughter to Playland by the sea every other weekend, Bella? Yes. 
Yeah, it seems like he has custody of his daughter. Uh, he's divorced, has custody of his daughter uh, every other weekend and seems to take her to Playland by the sea, they found out. Sorry. I don't I don't hurt children. Same. Just to make that clear. I also don't like traumatizing children, so, like, I'm, I'm not going to go there and we're not going to fucking murk this dude. Now, like, okay, right he's a new divor- divorcee, right? So why not go the most basic approach with any man? Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to continue. Oh, oh, I thought I thought it was obvious, but um, I'm just saying... It's totally, it's totally obvious to me, but like, just explain it to the group. They, they might... Well, I'm know. just saying, uh, I don't know. Uh, me going in as, hey, I'm his new uh, fling. Uh, I need access to the apartment, whatever. I mean... It's super easy, and no kids have to get involved. I don't know. I just think that it's like, men are very simple. So you're volunteering to honeypot this guy? Yeah, of course. Okay. I like how you think. Be the most subtle approach. We also need to leave behind Obviously, uh, you also two have someone who's equally as stunning who could definitely do this. But I mean, and then pointing oh. over at, at the direction. Now, are you Belladonna or Jax right now? Just making sure. Belladonna. Belladonna. Yes. I, I I am objecting. Um, as far as like, um, I agree with um, not involving the child. So, anything that that we that would involve harming that child, then yeah, I'm against it. Well, good to know that at least some of us have souls. Still. I mean, because what were you going to try to do? You were going to try to flatline this dude at Playland, and then what with the child? No, remove him from Playland. And leave the child to wander alone. Better than her getting a bullet in the skull. Or we just avoid that plan altogether and go with a better plan. I mean, we could we could still go to a Playland, uh, you know, to definitely do some um, uh, intel and, 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 and stake, it, stake them out a little bit. Um, you know, maybe maybe play some games to fit in. You know, so we blend in, of course, you know, but I mean, for, for research purposes. Well, so far as we know, Playland is the only place that he frequents at, like, at regular intervals outside of the executive zone. That's a great place for us to touch base and to initiate the honeypot. We have no information on other spots he may frequent, bars. Not presently. He's, the man is is either as as engaging as a stale baguette or he is uh, very good at keeping himself low profile online. There's not a whole lot of detail. I mean, unless you prefer it that we go straight into Militech where he works and try and get in there. I'm sure he can't be as stale as a baguette if they want to, well, get rid of him so bad. That's just a theory, but usually uh, if they're trying to off somebody, that's usually because, uh, yeah, they're definitely not a stale baguette. Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the Militech facilities are north of Watson at this point in time, correct? 
Yeah, exactly. They're in the north. Um, let me see if I... I don't think I got the... Um, the map of Night City in there yet. In Fantasy Grounds. No. Oh, yeah, but... Um, if you're familiar with the map of Night City and the one I've used in the previous streams that you've seen, yeah, it's kind of uh, pretty much north of that map in a whole uh, military compound. It's under construction. They've been building it up. Um, but yeah, it's it's very secure in, in Militech. Um, not to mention, you know, they're head of, uh, you know, a lot of the military deals uh, with President Kress and um, supply a lot of security and arms sort of deals and stuff. Like, they're, they're definitely, uh, like, outsiders aren't welcome into their meetings. They have a separate safe location uh, if they ever need to deal with third-party partnerships, business dealings, and things like that. But other than that, it's, you know, secure like a military base, because it is. Um, but to get from the exec zone to Militech, he'd have to go through some pretty gnarly parts of Night City, correct? No, there's a metro uh, that works for the execs uh, in the exec zone. Um, and it's it's no uh, hidden knowledge. You don't even have to do a check to know about Night City enough to know. The exec zone is super secure. Um, the only people permitted in there are obviously the corpse with the uh, proper permits. And there's usually multiple permits and you know security uh, measures to enter and... Uh, you know, travel in those options like the metro and stuff. Like they've got the the sort of monorail uh, uh, metro system um, that takes them around the city. It basically does a loop of the city so they can hit the different zones that they need for business, um, avoiding the the combat zones. But that's how he gets to uh, Militech. Yeah. So basically, and sorry, this is me back as Hank. So basically, yeah. the only time that we can catch him is going to be outside of the the exec zone because once he's in the exec zone we're gonna have to pull some we're gonna have to spend some major money to get in there and that's gonna leave witnesses which cromwell has said he doesn't want playland has the least least amount of question marks we can get to him outside he's outside of the exec zone we can get to him I am not for traumatizing his daughter, but if we don't have any other options, I don't want to kill her, but I also don't want to, you know, fuck this up. Sorry, Nate, like, if, if you're going to attempt to murder a child, um, I'm, you're going to have to go through me. Uh, that's, that's just not happening. I don't fucking care. I have no intentions on doing that, Gnostics. That's off the table, obviously. Yeah, Nexus, your agent goes off. And you can see you're getting a call back from who you were talking to before. Uh, you, a you answering it uh, in front of everyone? Um, I, I will say talk to me, but I'm like, okay. oh, um, one second, I'm getting a call from a very good friend of mine. And then she's going to get up. Uh, she was kind of toying with, I brought it, her katana. Nice. Uh, <laughs> she, she was just kind of like with her hand, kind of like at, at like at the hilt. Um, she'll um, place it back at her side as she goes um, back out um, to um, get far enough away where basically if anyone else also too has some 
special uh, hearing abilities, uh, they would be not able to hear. Uh, so, is that about the, she had the inscription on her sword. Is that on the scabbard or is it on the blade and hidden from view? So it's actually like if it was placed, it's like the um, like the writing is going down, kind of mm. past the hilt. And what does it say? You gotta find out. Like whoever can speak that. Like I'm like Yo. I don't know. I'm not the G. I'm not the- yeah, you would have to. Uh, uh, it would be uh, two of us speak Japanese. Yeah, no, I know people speak Japanese, but I don't know if anyone would, would have seen it unless she takes it out. Right, it's on the blade part below the hilt, or is it on the on the case on the? Uh... It's like right here. Like oh, okay. Right at, right mm. at so it's a possibility that when she did do that and she put it at her side, that it would have been possibly seen. Okay, then yeah, uh, right. then Scarecrow and Hank who speak Japanese, give me a perception. Oh boy, using all my solo points. No, I'm kidding. Um, and this is as Nexus is stepping out and uh, gaining some distance and taking that call. Um, so let's get that perception first. Hey, get that one out of the uh, way. Uh, Twelve. Nine. Nice. Uh, yeah, you're not able to read it. You're not able to, to catch exactly what it says yet, but you, you catch that there's some Japanese writing on her katana. But you weren't able to catch what it is. But she leaves the room, um, and everyone just pop off the headphones real quick for a second. And, um, yeah, you get that call, uh, and it's it's Bones hitting you back. What you got for me? Um, not much. Um, this Drake Peterson guy, It's like you said, he's ex-military. I guess he did the fourth corporate war, and he's been with Militech. And I don't know if they scrubbed his history or what. Um, or if the guy's just a bit of a recluse, but he has nothing attached to him. It doesn't seem like he goes anywhere. He has nothing in his name. Uh, stays in the exec zone, but that's covered by Militech. You know, he's just a he's just a corporate drone. Uh, sounds like he just works, and uh, you know, he's got his ex-wife. Sounds like he just hangs out with his daughter every other weekend, and other than that, he just goes to work. I, I, I'm not getting much on uh, this guy. He's not even going to the dollhouse. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Really? I'm not seeing anything. I I, I don't get it. Oh, boring. <laughs> Um, okay, well, um, send anything and everything over. I'm going to try to, um, do my own bit of research, um, but, uh, there's nothing? Are you kidding me? No, no nothing. No one can be uh, that clean. Yeah, the only thing... I mean, why would they be trying to flatline this guy? Oh. And then use his parts? I didn't realize that's what's going on here. Uh, that's kind of crazy, uh, oh, yeah, using his parts? Yeah, we're supposed to basically take this uh, this Drake Peterson out and uh, keep certain pieces of it for usage, oh, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, the only other thing that came up is, uh, you know, his ex-wife, uh, that Kelly Harrison. Um, it looks like she works at some cafe. Um, I, I don't know. She In Little Europe, uh, she was working as hostess. It's like a cafe restaurant. Um, and that's the only thing coming up, uh, and I found that What's just through records of the, of the daughter. Um, let me look that up. Uh, it's called Pons. Uh, P-O-N-D-S. And, uh, yeah, it looks like, um, yeah, it's some type of cafe restaurant. It looks like it's a, a cafe on the lower level, and then on the, uh, top floors it's kind of a higher class restaurant looks like she's host to that um, I'm seeing like some old newsletters and employees shit that they put out on their uh, 
on their garden page, uh, and I found that through looking uh, through their daughter Alexis. Uh, so, but that's that's it. I've I've looked up everything, and like this guy's a ghost. Well, this is inconvenient. Uh, I was hoping to at least impress this new little group. All right. Well, I mean, I think that at least having a little information on the wife is going to uh, bring abuse. So, I guess thanks for now. Um, again, yeah. also too, still send me the information on the rest of the members. Oh yeah. No, we're we're, we're digging. <laughs> we're digging. Uh, we'll see what's up. Can't wait. All right. Be careful. He hangs Take up. Take care, Anaki. Um. In that moment, too, oh, wait, wait, while wait. she's awake. Wait, wait, everyone, uh, leave him off. Uh, Gnostics, leave it off for a second. What was that? Um, I want to do my own, um, basically, like, my own research. So if that's the library research, like, trying yeah. to try to figure out um, if I could get anything else given the information that was given to me, if possible. Yeah, give me a library search. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, if you oh, go to okay, uh, perfect. I got it. Yeah, and then you just double click on that red logo. So, there it goes. Okay, I don't know if I get anything for that. Um, yeah, you get your twelve plus. You get a bonus for using your agent, but it, you know, it's you're not getting much. Um, it's like you're, it's like explained, and like you got all the information that everyone else has, um, and you you weren't even able to find some of the stuff that uh, Belladonna found about custody every two weeks and having a. Playland at the Sea Pass uh, annual pass, like, um, but you're able to find the basics. But yeah, this guy definitely seems like a recluse or a ghost or something. You know, not much on him. So it's basically just whatever I was given. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go back, um, and just just for my before they they do that, uh, what where exactly? So little Europe, but uh, where specifically? Do did I get the coordinates for that? Oh yeah, you got the address. Um, it's you know cafe restaurant in Little Europe. Uh, kind of in the okay, north northwest section of Little Europe. Okay, so um, yeah, Nexus will go back um, to the office cool. after obviously getting off the phone. But, but. Oop, did we lose somebody? Oh, okay, Max. Uh, we almost lost Scarecrow. Not Scare Bear. I'm still alive. There you are. I we got you. No Oh, that was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nexus left the room for a little bit to take a call, um, and then comes back in the room a few moments later. You seem like a busy person. You know, I mean, when you're good at what you do, you have uh, many people heating you up at any given time. Anyways, um, a friend of mine um, who I asked to get information for me on this, yeah. Drake Peterson. Uh, I got pretty much almost the same thing, except I got a little information on the ex-wifey, if you're interested. I know I'm a new member of this group, I just want to make sure it's okay. No time at the present. Lay it on the table. Well, it looks like um, the ex-wife is um, over in Little Europe. I have the coordinates for where she works. Uh, it's some little uh, cafe restaurant uh, called Pons. I don't know if you've heard of it. Doesn't but, sound um, familiar. Apparently, um, 
she's been the host there at the upper level of the restaurant and she sometimes works at the cafe as well but i don't know if we want to go that route as well i mean you know options it's always good to have options use the ex-wife as bait essentially i mean maybe i listen i again i'm new i'm just trying to bring different ideas Try to be useful. Well, the, the the question is, I mean, like, is did it end amicably? Um, or I mean, if there's some animosity there, I mean, because like, if she, if there's still some something there, who does that? She doesn't let let him know that people are looking into him. You know, I I don't know. My friend wasn't able to give me all of that information, uh, just the basics, because this guy. I guess he is a stale baguette. There's nothing. I mean, nothing. I was hoping something juicy, but really just boring ex-military of the Fourth Corporate War. Nothing else, really, on this guy. Bland. Very bland. Take through his dirty laundry, then. I mean... The ex-wife would definitely be a start because if she is a woman scorned, best way to get information is through the ex-wife. But again, that's if we want to do that, or are we going to? I like the idea. Do we have Flash a contact land? number for her? Uh, well, I, I just have an address. I don't have a number, but I'm sure that we can get a number. Hmm. If we Maybe agnostics. I mean, Kelly Harrison shouldn't be that hard to find, especially since we do know where she works. They Maybe have to have contact can... information. Probably brute uh, thrust my way into her um, into her garden page. Maybe we can feed her some information while they're at Playland. So she comes and grabs it and grabs her. Ah, uh, Playland. I thought it was Splashland. I'm confused. Playland. Splash at Playland. Um, the question of the GM uh, day of the week is it is it the weekend close to the weekend um, yeah we can put it at the weekend uh, you know you had your downtime uh, you had those two weeks downtime in between that 24 hour cafe um, so I'm open for whatever to be honest uh, you know we could put this at the beginning of the week if there's any type of planning recon stakeout more info things you want to do during the week before like a weekend hits or if you want to just rock on the weekend um, I'm open to what the team wants to do what day do you guys want it to be part of the week's fine with me I think the beginning is good yeah, yeah. alright yeah let's Monday put it on morning. a Monday Monday morning ah fucking Mondays uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so then that will allow us to touch base at Ponds. Ponds. So, so it's an S or a Z? S. S. Then we have we have time to make visitations, mine through whatever data is there, digest it, and get ready for the weekend. We go to Playland and touch base with as much as we can. But who wants to talk to the ex-wife? It's true. Sure we have a volunteer right there. I mean, I just, I, again, if I do the angle of 
fellow woman scorned, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I'll get some information. Who knows? Or, I mean, if that, you know, you could try to play the angle of, you know, you digging up dirt on her ex-husband and see if she's willing to bite on that. Well, yeah, I figured that basically that's what I, I just said. I mean, you know, if I also, too, have been done wrong by Mr. Peterson, then maybe I just want to try to get whatever information to basically get back at him. I mean, hmm, he mistreated yeah. me. Why wouldn't I? Sounds like it could work, actually. It's corporate playboys. I know. See? It works. So then we just go to Ponce and scope her out. I mean, you're probably not going to want to be seen with us, are you? Like, while we're there for the incognito. I mean, if one of you... And then uh, she's going to lean again over <laughs> in Scarecrow's direction. One of you just needed to escort a lady. I mean, I wouldn't object. I'm so here for this. I'm, I know a giraffe when it comes. All right, fine. He'll say with, with, a, with a much smaller smile than I had, but it's a, it's a, it's a quaint smirk. It's very well. I, I recognize being voluntold. Well, Just if we're an eye out, you know, maybe I mean we don't have to necessarily sit together, darling. It could be that you're somewhere, just you know, drinking coffee, just you know, doing your thing. Sure, no harm comes to the assets. If we do go after somebody with this kind of juice, though, we're probably going to need some stiffer hardware to take him down. Because odds are, he's, if he's mid-level corpo, he's probably going to have at least one, maybe two bodyguards. Anybody know if there's a night market anytime soon? See if we can get our hands on some stronger guns? Maybe some specialized ammo? Um, yeah, what we can do is, uh, Hank, uh, since you're asking, you give me a 1d10, let me know if it's under your luck stat. Okay. This is to see if you're lucky enough. I know you're you're the one asking, uh, but this is to see if you're lucky enough that maybe one is available this week. Ooh, and that is under my luck score. Nice. And then Gnostics, Belladonna, Scarecrow, and Nexus, uh, each of you roll a 1d10. Oh, goodness. Who oh, just, oh. just made it? Who got the highest score out of you for, out of you, uh, for? Uh, Belladonna. I did. Yeah. Belladonna. Yeah, Belladonna. Um, you're not really uh, know about a, a night market per se, um, but while you're sitting there, you just you hear a voice in the back of your subconscious. Uh, it's Jack's talking to you, saying, "No, remember, there's a night market later this week, like Thursday, and uh, we were going to go there and possibly get some more illegal tools and things for the shop. I'm sure they'll have weapons." Like Jax is telling you inside your head right now, just kind of arguing. Stop it. Just. Just give me a break. Stop. You all right, Bella? Is everything okay? I'm fine. This would be Nexus's first time kind of witnessing, you know, uh, uh, Belladonna <laughs> kind of talking to herself, having a little issue. I know someone who's okay and one who's not. Are you sure everything's all right? I'm fine. We don't, we don't it push. Happens it happens from time to time. Yeah, we, we don't push Bella when that stuff happens. 
Well, it just looked like a migraine, and I'm like, I might have something for that. I mean. Oh no, this is completely. I understand. From a migraine. Thank you very much, okay. though. It's, it's usually it's how she has an intelligent conversation in our present company. The other one is a lot more fun. The other one is a lot more fun. No offense, Bella. No offense. The other one? Was there someone else other than the person who um, skipped town? You'll meet them. Don't worry. You will, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch you meet them. Um, <laughs> so, the pawns, then. Pawns. Uh, is this like an expensive restaurant? I'm just trying to, you know, gauge how much money we might have to spend. You broke already. Um, no, well, I've, I've, I've got money. I'm just trying to make sure we have enough for the night market. And yeah, Nexus knows. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, the cafe isn't so upper class, the bottom level, but the top two levels, uh, you know, dress code, reservation. It's a nice restaurant on the upper levels. Yeah, but I mean. If we go to the cafe first to check, it's not, I mean, it's average pricing, but yeah, I mean, it's a little steep depending on what you're used to spending if you're going to the restaurant to enjoy a good meal. I don't know do with something better than kibble for lunch. Yeah, kind of. Wait a minute, Cromwell never told us how much he was paying us for this gig. No, he really does, does he? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. You get the feeling it's it's always that nominal five hundred Eddie's fee, you know, like you just get the base bare minimum. It seems like we could always now, invoice him for the meal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's I thought that was just assumed. Um, pay, pay for meal, um, but anyways, um, if you don't mind me asking, and excuse me if I'm crying, but I figured, I mean, I'm trying to get to know you all better, but also too. Um, happened to your other girl? Do you know? We don't know so, yet. Something family. Family drama. Family related. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Interesting. I mean, didn't you just finish something that was a little spicy? More than a Part of the sabbatical. To uh, lay low as things cool off. They, um, well, let's just put it this way: Kish, Kish did her job very well, and because she did her job very well, um, she's got a target on her back right now. Um, so, yeah. By the way, uh, that's something we should definitely make uh, make known to you. Uh, we're gonna stay away from Japantown for a little while. <laughs> um, if we can, if we can help it, because um, we're all known now, apparently, by the Tiger Claws, and they don't like us at all. <laughs> oh no! Is that why she skipped town? She may not come back because I, I mean, if she has uh, the Tiger Claws after her, good luck. Well, I'm I'm just letting you know in case the bullets start flying, you might want to duck because um, they're going to be aiming at us. Yeah, Cromwell seemed to leave out the fact that I might have a target on my back, just associating with you guys. Hi. Hi, we're in trouble. But at the same time, it makes it more fun, right? Welcome to the Thunderdome. Let's take our five-minute bio break right there.
<laughs> uh, I was waiting for a nice little clever, clever, clever statement or something. And I, I like that. Welcome to Thunderdome. And there we go. There's our five-minute bio break. We will be right back. Chat, don't go anywhere. I'm going to leave the mics hot. Uh, so if uh, players want to talk about anything, uh, chat can hear and be part of it. We'll be right back. Right back, guys. Thank you guys for allowing me to be a part of Team Neverwood. I appreciate it. No, I, honestly, you are an awesome fit. You're gonna be so, you're gonna cause so much trouble. This will be so much fun. I'm trying to cause all of the trouble. For <laughs> <laughs> fun. Yeah, don't don't mind Hank. Hank is Hank is friendly, but you know, gets a little bit excitable. <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially when someone's um, committing grand larceny. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey. so the 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 genesis for Hank is I, I combined two of my two of my sort of not heroes, but two people that that are big inspirations. One being Henry Rollins, the other one being um, Charles Bukowski. So, Hanksy. But yeah, so but kind of living off the idea of from Henry Rollins of like, you know, respectful and friendly and capably violent. Uh, <laughs> capably violent. Yes. That is that comes in handy for this team, I feel. <laughs> Especially in this situation. Particularly when Bella comes out to play because Bella doesn't like violence. Jax is all for it. Bella doesn't. Jax will paint the walls with your blood. Yeah. Yeah. Bella will, like, kind of. Did look you have at to it. do that? Did you have to do that? Oh my god, there's blood. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Bella, Bella lost some humanity when when uh, <gasps> when she witnessed uh, Scarecrow and and Hank uh, pummel and kill a couple of tiger claws because they also made sure to disfigure their faces so they couldn't be identified. Mm-hmm. And you know, Scarecrow did it with his fists, whereas Hank took the spiked baseball bat that he has and just hit him in the face a few times. <laughs> Copy that. And Bella's like, are you, what, like, what? It's like, no, no, it's okay. I'm not losing my shit. Nice. It's not what not. Give me the cyberware. <laughs> cyberware. Except, yeah, uh, that was one thing I didn't mention, is that uh, Nexus is also to one that does not have a lot of, like, the cybernet. Like, if anything, it's, like, the most, uh, like, high-tech thing about it is probably, like, her outfits. Nice. And not necessarily like as far as mods to her body modification. Yeah. Believe in, from believer yeah. and less is more. Exactly. Um, hence why she has the katana. She's a little bit maybe you might find her old school in some ways. Well, if yeah. when you look at uh, Hank's right hand, like Hank's right hand has big knucks installed, even though it's a it's a meat arm. Um, and then if you look at his left hand, you can kind of see the telltale sign that he's got um, razors implanted into his fingers. Yeah, the only thing that's like razor is <laughs> the fingernails. Her fingernails. Scratchers. Uh, no. That's it. Her stiletto nails. That's pretty much it. Oh, we can, we can totally um, do you up, or I can totally do you up with scratchers. Ooh, uh, don't tempt me. Do not tempt me. I mean, rip, rippers don't cost you that much humanity, and you don't even have to get a cyber arm to use them. Come back. That's true. All right, are we ready to go back? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Hey, everyone can see us now. They could hear us the whole time. I left the mics on, but now they can see us. So we're back. Thanks, chat, for hanging out. Let us know. As always, if anybody's muted or frozen, we'll get that fixed right away. Um, so where we left off, uh, yeah, the team's uh, still in the conference room, uh, kind of discussing the plans. They've been able to do some digging around, some library searches. Uh, Nexus seems to be uh, working some contacts or doing some calls. But, um, but ultimately, the team was able to, between the file and what they were able to research and dig up, uh, figure out, yeah, this guy doesn't have a lot on him. Lives in the exec zone, works for Militech, military background. He's divorced. 
uh, gets custody every other weekend, seems to have an annual pass to Playland by the Sea. His uh, divorced wife works at a place called Ponds in uh, Little Europe. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all that they've got to go on right now. And the gig uh, was pretty simple. Uh, well, it seems to be at least starting off simple. It's a two-parter, as Mr. Cromwell said. And the first part is find out what you can on this guy and find him. Uh, take some DNA from him, you know, blood, hair, everything that you can get, and then make the body disappear and then come back and see Mr. Cromwell for the second part of the, the job. Um, so, yeah, back to the conference room. I'll let you all take it from there. Mastic sees, like, is looking, you know, over at Scarecrow, and he's like, is that Hobbs' is fair? Uh, oh, yeah. He came by and said good morning, so... Let's do that. Wait. Am I seeing what I'm seeing? Oh, he's... Nostrix has a, a, pre, a precious young cat boy, and he's one of my dearest friends. I'm kitties. Hops is kind of cool, actually. Look at that. Is, is Hops, yeah. he, Hops friendly? Would he go right up to Nexus or people trying to pet him, or what's Hops like? Yeah. Hobbs is actually very friendly. He's very almost. He's uh, it's my cat. Actually, my cat's very friendly. He's just uh, a little bit of a uh, a quirky little asshole sometimes. Um, uh, if, hey, yeah, if 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 the the kitty is near uh, Scarecrow, which I'm assuming is the situation. Oh um, no! Well, I was gonna say he's he's actually back at the. Uh, at the at where we at our cargo container. Oh, I thought he oh, was I in the conference room. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was oh, the conference no. room. Oh. No, he, he's got because Scarecrow's got a dusting of the cat hair okay. all over oh. his black coat. Yeah, I was okay, confused that, too. Rewind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, there's kitties. Oh my gosh, I like this team already. I'll just got a deal for you. Need a lip roller or something. I've got pets everywhere if you're interested. Sometimes. I'm going to have to get more information on that. Are you talking I'm, exotics? I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to ask questions. I want to know more. Mr. Stud? No. Oh, no. Mm. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, the agents have heard us. It's gonna, the algorithm is going to hunt us down now. Well, I'm cat. really excited. You said Hobbs? Oh, you have cyberware for the cats. I thought you said you had like pet cyber, like cyberware that was a pet. No, 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 no. Um, like if you if you if you'd like to upgrade your pet sometime, or if your pet your pet gets injured. What kind of? Do people actually do that? Yes. Um. Yeah. You've never seen a you've never seen a chromed out dog. I thought those were full out the rope, like full out like robots or something. I know. What? That's that's it's not for everybody. Nightmarish. It's not for everybody. No. Oh. We we can di- we can discuss this in the cab over to Ponds. Yeah. That's. Oh, I'd, I'd rather we didn't. Let's 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 change the subject so that I can eat. But tell me more about your cat, and then I'm going to also to ask about what you just discussed, because that sounds very intriguing. Not saying I'm going to take you up on it, but I like 
learning no things. new things. He's a sweet boy. I mean, he's, he's a bit friendly. Sometimes, you know, he likes to play a little too hard at some things, so you wear the clothes. But, friendly boy. I, I found him about, uh, about a year ago. Uh, he was on another job with uh, someone else. And, um, yeah, took him home. He was like, he was living in a fucking gasoline puddle or something. And, and now he and now he lives in Gnostics's cargo container, which is only one step up. Yeah, the cat the cat <laughs> kind of saved him. I think it was uh, invited him. They always do that. They are actually the ones who save us. Oh, in Gnostics's case, absolutely. Because if it wasn't for that cat, there would be rats everywhere in that container. That's not true. It's, it's there really wouldn't be anything for them to eat. <laughs> I will say that there's a very unique um, scent about you. Oh yeah, it's uh, uh, a friend. Um, well, uh, you don't know her yet, but um, it's pumpernickel actually. Uh, I like, like pumpernickel bread. I like that Gnostics took that as a compliment. Like Nexus saying you have a he unique did. smell, you know. <laughs> oh, you like and it. And Nexus would Nexus would have said it just like she said it. Yeah, yeah. I can get you a bottle. I can get you a bottle of it if you'd like. If you if you'd like, I could get you some. Oh no, darling! I I have my own scent. We knew they made Febreze scented, um, or I mean, pumpernickel scented Febreze. <laughs> Gnostics. In case it hasn't been, become readily apparent to you, uh, Nexus is a person of style. I can see which, that. Which, which you don't have. I've got I would say that Gnostic has his own unique style. We can't judge, you know, obviously everybody's style is very unique to them. So that is not a compliment, say... Gnostics. That is not a compliment. Look, can you at least say, say when you're actually complimenting, like, say this is a compliment, okay? Like, talking Are you his... talking to me or talking to him? To him, like, if it just at least preface it. Or give me a wink when it's a when it's not a compliment or something. Gnostics, this um, is a compliment. You're an amazing net runner. That's as far as I can go. Next well, is now I think you're really and wink, but do it so quickly that I don't know whether or not he got it. But he will wink, she will wink in his direction when that is said. Did I give a perception check to see if I saw that wink? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, go with the perception. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be human. You know. You can read 16. it however Gnostics would, but uh, yeah, I would say you read it easily. She was throwing it at you. No, not at. No. It was it was specifically at Hank. Oh, oh. So 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 I threw it at Hank. So it's oh. whether or not. Oh, okay. Uh, the Nexus. Give me a stealth. Sorry, I misheard oh. that. <laughs> oh, a stealth. Oh boy. Oh, this got to okay. be contested. We got to see if Gnostics, you know, caught that. You know, caught that Oops. little wink. Uh, and then he he can read it however guys. he wants. Also. Thanks everybody for the following. I see Open uh, Circuit Studios. Uh, I think they uh, Open Circuit Studios. Uh, Udahime, aren't you doing a stream with them coming up? Is yes, I am. Studio? Yeah, shout yes. out to Open Studio. I've also been seeing other oh. follows pop up, but haven't uh, you know gotten in to thank everyone. But thank everyone for all the follows. Seventeen. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Gnostics. What was your perception? Sixteen. Yeah. Um, Just missed it. 
Yeah, you're not. You, you didn't catch it. Well, now I don't know what to think. <laughs> you and me well, both, brother. I, I will say this, Gnostics. When we when we go to the night market, I'm going to suggest something for you. Um, is there some type of like insulation that you can get? Because you seem to have this very bad habit of catching on fire. Oh yeah, that that that, that exists out there. Um, problem is, is I don't have any fucking money. I mean, I do now, but I mean. So, all right, maybe we can find some there. Well, okay, I'm just. Them. I mean. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, it'd be helpful. Belladonna. I well, went at the night market. Give me a concentration, Belladonna, while everyone's chatting too. But carry on, Scarecrow. Sorry to interrupt. I I went at the night market. Yeah, no, it's usually I not a good steal idea. Some eddies before you go. To the night market, oh, oh, that's. I mean, uh, th I, I don't know. Again, anyway. I'm just one to give throw out options. That's all. I'm, I'm here to to just inspire. We'll, and... we'll leave that to Jax because Jax loves to pick pockets. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, see, I know that we're going to no, no, see, I I proved myself as a pickpocket in my like earlier days. This this fine last is what was known as a kleptomaniac. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. All right, let's have, let's have fingers. Relax. Let, let's have this conversation in the combat cab because. And yeah, while they're. Well, oh, I thought we were walking already to the. <laughs> no, the, the team I hasn't bet. hasn't officially even left the conference room yet. Um, but no. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll say everyone that you're getting into the combat cab out front. You were walking your way down, you know, having this conversation, and now you're getting in the combat cab. But during all that conversation, everyone talking about it, um, Belladonna, uh, for a moment in your head, you hear Jack's telling you, like, you know, insulated wiring you can pick up pretty much at the corner store or anywhere. But like, don't forget, we got a midnight market this week. If anybody wants anything a little spicier, like, uh, why aren't you remembering this shit, Belladonna? Uh, sh should I step up and do the talking for us? What the fuck? No, you're not stepping up. Just leave me alone for now. You have enough time. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Bella? What's going on? Just wanted to remind you about the um, the night market and them, uh, the, the insulation. Uh, Gnostics, you can pick that up at the corner store. So, I mean, any... Um, uh, the whole point of us going there is just get uh, is to get stuff that um, uh, that we actually um, uh, can't get um, uh, normally. True, true. Probably gonna want to pick up some armor-piercing ammunition. That would be a good idea if we're, um, uh, if we're going up against a militech, um, someone with military background. Don't we need, um, well, I don't know, things to get said DNA or? Whatever, whatever we've got we've got we've got Bella for that well yes but I'm just saying like the well I mean I guess I, I'm not again I'm new to the team I don't know what equipment uh, uh, everyone has yeah does he have a water a local and does he have a regular watering hole that he, he frequents and then I could probably walk up and um, inspect the conversation if it's not in the con um, uh, the corporate town boring no apparently nothing as far as frequented bars the like not even a cafe like coffee at least Jeez. well i figure once we snatch him we just take him back to bella's shop bella's got all the equipment 
Uh, we need to extract whatever we want from this guy. I still have plenty of those chlorine hypos. No, I mean, not to be a little um, graphic, but if we just cut off his head, we can just take that. Don't have to transport the entire body. And yes, it would make the disposing the body a lot easier. But the thing is, we have to be, it has to be hush-hush. No witnesses, remember? Of course. Cutting off my head is going to bring attention. Well, the the, the, cu the cutting of cut the, he the head. Yes, like like most things in this world, um, particularly for example, restaurants. Um, restaurants and murders work off of the same idea: location, location, location. Okay. That's what I was trying to suggest earlier. When they when they do go to Playland, that um, uh, we drum up something. Someone beat um, his ex-wife. Um, uh, some BS story that uh, oh something happened to the um, uh, uh, while he had custody. And she comes to pick up the, their daughter, or their kid, and um, we shadow him after um, after after the scene. And she's probably gonna come up and and cause a big scene. Not a bad idea if we can use Playland to reckon order. I like it. The brains of this group. And yeah, Combat Cab uh, is pulling up into a little Europe now, and um, you know you're pretty much pulling up right to uh, Ponds. Uh, you know this this whole strip on this block has a bunch of restaurants, cafes, um, bars, things like that. Um, but yeah, you're pulling up to Ponds. Uh, somebody at least paid a Combat Cab only fifty eddies uh, to get there from where you were at. But um, but yeah, you're now in Little Europe. Out front of ponds. Um, I also forgot to mention earlier in my uh, character description, but you'd probably be noticing it now. Uh, and the rest of them, they've already know. But I, I, he has a cane that he walks with, like not needs it, but you know carries it with him. And it turns out that there's also a sword inside of it, but it just looks like a wooden cane. Uh, scarecrow will front the the combat cab. Gentlemen. Just, you, just, Gentlemen. Oh. But but it's mostly an out of character decision, so that way I have a flat seventeen hundred, so I don't I don't have uh, you know like weird numbers in my character sheets, so now I I have bliss. But yes, like me and Belladonna said that at the same time, <laughs> and then <laughs> Nexus is like, I can tell we are going to be the best of friends. Now six would be like padding, it's like looking for his wallet, like ah, oh oh you oh you got it oh oh yeah, well, maybe I'll get the next one. Not even not even an acting skill check. All of you can tell he was faking that shit. <laughs> Just buy me a beer. Of course. You should go get a pint after this. PBJ, right? No, no more PBJ shots. No. Ooh. Yes. Oh, Let's do it. Yeah. Oh. All right. I'll, I'll go drinking with you this time. What's the worst? It'll be What's like the worst my that initiation to, you know, to being with you guys. No, that'll be the first time violence breaks out. That works for me, too. Everyone chooses violence. I mean, not always. I mean, if I can talk my way out of something, I prefer to do that. But, I mean, I know how to carry myself. Violence is never the answer, it's just the question. Exactly. And not really a fighter, though. 
It's funny coming from you that violence is not the answer, but I've seen what you've done to somebody's face, Nick. No, the violence is the question. I just usually answer yes. Oh. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Not everyone does, and not, that is their own prerogative. There's more creative ways to get around that. So what what's the activity outside of prawns? Or pawns, sorry. Yeah, uh, everyone give me a perception as you're kind of scoping out the joint. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Val Mulligan, in chat. Hey, Val. Hello. Hey, Val. Perception, I have you somewhere. There you are. She plays Phoenix the Fixer in Team Veritas with Will's character, Looper. And uh, and she's going to be playing in the uh, last Monday of the month in Shadows of Esperin. So, oh, nice. Scarecrow got... 19. Wow, critical. Yeah, 19 Hank awesome. is not Everyone seeing... Everyone did great. Ha- oh, wow. well, ha- no, Hank rolled a 10. Hank is not oh, seeing Hank, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank, Hank is there. a little taken in with all of the all of the group and just sniping at people. <laughs> and lock a bike on a rock. But yeah, you get there and uh, as you're posted up, uh, kind of scoping out the place, um, you know, it's a busy cafe on the bottom level. Um, you see lots of tables and booths. Everything is filled. Uh, people are kind of standing. There's also uh, a sort of like um, deli bar where people are doing pickups and takeouts. Um, it looks like there's a little bit of a line out front for pickup and takeouts. Um, other than that, it's kind of a sit yourself sort of situation, but you don't see any tables or booths open, it being that crowded. Um, in the back right side, uh, you know, and there's, there's some bathrooms, there's a kitchen access behind the deli counter, but on the back right side, um, you can see where there's a lift uh, to go up, and it looks like there is a hostess booth right outside of the lift. Um, and there's a, a woman standing there. Um, I know you were looking kind of for that hostess position that you were told that uh, she works, but you'd notice that. Um, other than that, it's like I said, super crowded. Um, the other thing that you notice uh, being in Little Europe, uh, you know, you're not hearing gunshots. Um, yeah, there's the occasional siren, but it's in the far distance, and uh, you know, this place is nice, uh, pretty secure. You're kind of in one of those nicer districts, you know? Yeah, at the sound of a siren, you just see Hank kind of immediately stiffen and just go. The timing of the sirenscape was perfect for that, too. It was. <laughs> um, Are you all right, Hank? Don't like being around badges, that's all. Story for another time. Mr. Outlaw. Well, I'm assuming that we can go over plenty of stories when we have those shots. Great. Depends on how drunk you get me. Oh, I'm very cool. good at doing that. That's one of the things I excel at, actually. Lord. <laughs> um, oh. I'll go see if there's a table available. I'll come with. And then uh, Nexus is going to link arms. <laughs> is, this a con- is this a contested brawling check from Scarecrow, or is he accepting the arm lock? No, is it the that moment just like you can just like up to stuff full body? It's like Hank has his phone out and his record. Mm-hmm. Hank, Hank has his agent out and he's recording. He's just like, it's- nope, I'm capturing every moment of this. His but his posture goes from like the, the very like it's kind of like like uh, casual callousness. He actually like 
draws himself up, almost like uh, habitually slipping into a like a, like a different kind of guise. Um, the last time he's had he's had someone on his arm in a like in a way like that, he's been doing actual like Arasaka work. He's like very well. And you just hear Hank in the background going, as soon as he, like, stiffens, you just hear Hank go, and that's the moment his asshole puckered. I don't know if I thought that image, but... It's a <laughs> Yeah, and what's Gnostics, uh, Belladonna, and Hank doing? You know, other than the commentary and filming of Scarecrow being a bit uncomfortable for a moment, but what, what are you three doing as Nexus and Scarecrow kind of make their way into the cafe and start walking their oh. way back to that hosting station? I'll I'll follow and I'll actually offer my arm to to Gnostics going like come here big boy. Oh, well here we go. Strolling in behind them, kind of t- um, taking a look around, panning around the, the restaurant. Yeah, uh, yeah. As you follow in behind, uh, it's you know as I described before, super busy. Uh, you can tell down here is more casual um, as people are you know grabbing deli food and sandwiches and cafe food, lots of different uh, coffees and teas and random steaming drinks at tables and such but uh nexus and scarecrow you kind of lead the way and you make your way back to the lift uh where you see this woman she looks like she could be in her early 40s maybe late 30s it's hard to tell um she has emp lines uh, some light tattoos that you can see kind of creeping up one neck and um you know stylized shift tacks that are like this sort of glowing purple um and then she's just got this jet black hair um pulled back real slick into a ponytail that goes down her back um, and she's just kind of wearing the Pond's outfit, sort of host clothes, except you notice a um, little different from the cafe. Uh, she doesn't have, like, the apron look. It's more of, like, a, a classier button sort of look, but still has, um, you know, the, the logo and nameplate and stuff. But as you approach, uh, she looks up at you, Nexus, and Scarecrow, and then back to you, Nexus, and says, oh, am I seating for two? What do you say, darling? If, if you have room to spare, you seem to be hopping tonight. Uh, yeah, we're, we're busy. It would just be a 10-minute wait, it looks like, uh, for two, if, if that's what we have. Um, I, can have I can see you. Thanks. Thank you so much. Oh, you're rather familiar. Oh, uh, do I? And you, you notice uh, on the name tag, too, it definitely says uh, Kelly Harrison. Um, but, uh, oh, I look familiar. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't recognize you. You know, I, it's going to come to me, but I, I feel like we know someone, oh. like a mutual. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, if it, if it comes to you, let me know. I'm curious. Uh, but yeah, if you want to sit off to the side, it would just be about 10 minute wait. Uh, and then she looks over uh, towards Hank and Gnostics who are kind of next in line and arm in arm. And she just kind of like steps back and, oh, uh, are you uh, l- looking to be seated? Well, Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a bit of a dress code here. I don't think um, we'll be, I'll be able to seat you today. Um, if you two uh, could possibly change and dress up a little bit, I can seat you if you want to come back. I apologize. It's just it's house policy. And w- what? Well, what's the dress code? Let Let me ask that first. I'm wearing a suit jacket. Um, well, yeah. Uh, it's it's not the it's yeah suit jacket's fine. Button shirts are fine. It's the the leather vest patch rocker boy sort of look and the 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 jacket's cool but it's the t-shirt with the stains underneath it that's the problem and this in the slight pumpernickel smell it's just odd and it's competing with our breads it's a uh, it's 
I'm sorry. Uh, if you could just come back and, you know, I could see you. All right. Fine. Um, all right. Come along, darling. We'll, we'll just go get something from the cafe. Well, that's styled now. I apologize. It's just house policy. Uh, and then she nope, looks nope. over to you, Belladonna. Um, oh, j- just one? Yes, just one. Okay. Um, yeah, I could I could actually uh, sit you in about five to ten minutes um, if you want to have a seat. Uh, on on my communicator as we're walking away, I just kind of uh, say to the uh, to Jacks Arabella and Scarecrow because I don't have uh, Nexus chimed in oh, just yet. I don't have yeah. I don't have that. Um, we can say that just, you do. Uh, you know, just like we did with the initial team. I, I think Cromwell and Microsci would. Um, you know, if you don't have internal agents, you would at least have some type of comm link, like we discussed before. You know, a proper edge running team would. So yeah, Nexus has that. Sure. Okay. Um, try not to cause. Try not to cause too much of a scene. We'll be down here, just having some sandwiches and coffee. No guarantees. I will strive. <laughs> I will strive for our mutual best behavior. I'm actually a nomad leathers. Oh, you are. Oh, I didn't realize you were in Nomad Leathers. I thought you were in your, yes. uh, like, you know, Ripper jo- Dock outfit sort of thing. Oh, my, my usual is a, is a crop, um, a cut-off, um, a sleeveless um, a leather jacket. With, oh, yeah, the no, yeah, you wouldn't be able to be seated as well. Um, I apologize. Um, okay. if, you know, the, the leathers are just a bit much for upstairs. Um, but you're welcome that, to our cafe. And she's telling me that I was like, see, I told you they wouldn't let us in. I don't know why you even um, why you even thought that they um, that they might change your mind. So, um, oh. I'm just furious with you. I storm off. Um. Okay. She looks oh, a little talk- little nervous uh, about that. No, I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to you. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, okay. Just now she looks even more nervous. Just uh, come over here and have, sit down with us. We'll we'll get some coffees. Like. Apparently, we're not we're we're, we're too um, too normal for for upstairs. So we don't, we don't need that fancy food anyway. We've got plenty of prawns over here. I'm not. Put those put those back in your pocket. We're getting actual food here. Is pocket there any prawns, trademark. Is there any um, customers passing by? Um, no, I mean, well, it's crowded, so there's people everywhere. Um, and you know, Hank and Gnostics, as you kind of go over. Um, you can see that a, a, you know a, a group is about to leave a table. Um, they're kind of gathering their things in a to-go. So you're able to kind of swoop in and at least get a table um, as Belladonna makes her way over to go sit after the interaction with the hostess. But um, but back over to, to Nexus and Scarecrow first. Um, you know after you sit there and you, you see Belladonna kind of engaging with the hostess and get turned away after Nasix and Hank got turned away. Um, you see them three kind of looking like they're about to get a table and such and. Um, and then the the hostess goes like this, and oh, it looks like uh, we have a tab- table's already come available. If I can seat you two right now, and she grabs a couple menus, um, and then lift opens, and she gets in and gestures for you to join her. Fantastic. Yeah, she takes you up the lift, and uh, now you're up on the first level, um, and it's a much nicer vibe up here. A lot more elbow room. Uh, the tables are nicely spread out with actual cloths over them. Uh, the neon lighting uh, sets this sort of like purple blue vibe. Um, whereas like downstairs just kind of had like 
you know, white LED sort of lighting and natural like street lighting, uh, which always has kind of like a red hue to it thanks to the sky. But up here, much nicer. Um, it almost seems like they've got some air filtration going on because the air's crisp, has a slight flowery scent uh, to it. Um, as people are just eating and doing what they're doing, uh, she brings you over and sits you at one of the tables, um, hands you the menus and says, uh, yeah, your server uh, will be here in just a moment. Um, if there's anything else, um, my name is Kelly, and I'll I'll be the host downstairs. Kelly Harrison. I'm I'm still I'm still thinking, but I I'm pretty sure we know someone. Oh, uh, okay. So we we know uh, we have a common friend or something. I mean, I. Again, you know, you're, you're, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, again, here. I'm sorry. again, it's just it's it's something about your. I feel like there's a connection. Trust me, I I, I it will come to me, probably after a drink. She okay. never forgets a face. I always remember faces. Okay, well, yeah. If it comes to you, uh, let me know. I'm curious. I I'm so sorry. I just I don't remember you at all. No, it's okay. I I am not offended. Yeah, and she walks away, uh, heading back to the lift to head downstairs. Um, and it's just a moment later, uh, you basically, a waitress comes over. Um, yep, and she comes on over. Uh, are you ready uh, to order any drinks to get you started off? Uh, I'm Judy. I'll be your, uh, your server tonight. What's your house cocktail? Um, well, everybody's been getting the Johnny Silverhand lately. Kind of coming up on that anniversary. Delicious. I think that I'll have. Sure, and you? Um, uh, uh, coffee black for me, please. Thank you. Oh, but make sure that that Johnny Silverhand is extra stiff. Oh, okay. Got it. I'll be right back with your drinks. Uh, she goes off. And then, yeah, downstairs. They're so exciting. <laughs> And first time with the team, first date, yeah. It's a day of firsts. First date, Scarecrow. <laughs> the Kill Bill siren going off in the back of his head. <laughs> I'm just loving the fact that they're celebrating Johnny Silverhand in front of the former Arasaka goon. It, it, in front, of, yeah, whose whose dad was vaporized in the tower, yeah. And then, yeah, back downstairs, Nasik's Hank, uh, Belladonna, you're able to kind of get a table, um, even though the place is busy and you sit. And then, um, you know, the, the typical sort of, uh, you know, waiter just kind of walks by, tossing down like one menu to the table. I'm sorry, we're super slammed. Just uh, if you haven't been here before, you check off what you want. I'll be back. I'll scoop it up and then we'll serve you. Thanks so much. He just keeps walking. No problem. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm going to get some coffee. Um, and so, and some sandwiches. I have not eaten anything this morning. Uh, I, I'm trying to. I, I hate kibble. I hate kibble so much. There's a whole break room full of free food. You know, when we go back to the office, I'm absolutely. You and I are going to raid that fucking kitchen, and we're, yeah. we're stealing. We're stealing everybody's food. I don't care. There we are. Finally, we're stealing so everybody's just, food. Crossing over to the dark side. I mean, I'm already kind of there. <laughs> and, and you are too. Like, don't, don't, don't play like you're any innocent, any, any kind of innocent here. What you talking about? 
Exactly. This city steals a lot from you already, so you're just stealing back is just only fair. It's not proper to steal someone's lunches. Oh, but steal their their money. That's not me. That that's her. I know. That's really fun. Yes, oh. but but it's you. You know, you're you're in there too. You're part of it. I I tell her not to do that you know, that stuff. You know, Emma. You know uh, my my personality type. It's wrong. You are a very sweet person, Bella. I, I, I do appreciate that, but sometimes it gets in the fucking way of our job. What was that? It kind of broke up. I can't help it if I've got standards and morals. Morality only goes so far in Night City. That's always been the case. Sooner or later, Bella, you're going to have to make a decision on whether or not you want to live or if you want to be nice. Niceness counts above all. I think your body was cutting out there. Yeah, your mic keeps cutting out. It's a little bit quiet, and then it cuts out a little bit. I'm just check it. Better now? Yes. Okay. I've just always been taught that niceness counts above all. Niceness does not count above a bullet. <laughs> Fast talking gets you out of situations. Fast talking it does get me out of situations, gets you out of situations. Only person who can't really do it is Gnostics, because... Seriously, that whole line about you being the joy toy for the manager, where the fuck did that come from? What? And this is over the comms, by the way, so that the two upstairs can hear this. <laughs> what? 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 Okay. Everything's about to go to shit. The manager walks into the office, and the first thing that comes out of your fucking mouth is, "I'm the joy toy that that that, that was ordered for you." What the? Scare Bear spits out his drink. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like. <clears throat> Okay, so talking really isn't my forte, but um, but I, I can I can get away. I can, I mean, if I nap something, I can, I know I'm probably gonna get away with it. I order coffee and sandwiches off of the menu. Just oh. yeah, and the waiter. Uh, yeah, as you guys check off your your sandwiches and drinks and what you're doing, the um. The waiter just swoops right back by to grab it. I'll have that right out. And just keeps going. Doesn't even make eye contact. You can tell down here is a, a much less classy place compared to upstairs. But um, but it's busy, uh, you know. Um, but he takes the menu nonetheless and heads back towards the deli kitchen. Um, and as we go back upstairs, Nexus and Scarecrow, uh, the waitress was able to drop off the drinks. You're able to have that and peruse the menu. Um, also, shout out to Australis Plays. Actually, the Johnny Silverhand is actually a drink. Uh, funny story is Greg of How to Drink. He was a player in my team Ghost Cyberpunk Red Stream. If anyone's familiar with How to Drink on YouTube, he did a video creating that drink. He creates a bunch of different drinks and such. Um, and then CD Projekt Red took his recipe and changed it to his recipe in the Cyberpunk 2077 video game to match because they were impressed with what he did. Um, so pretty cool story, but there actually is a recipe for that drink. Um, shout out to Greg from How to Drink, too. Um, 
Yeah, but the uh, you've got you've got the menu, uh, and one thing you notice up here, it's all real food. You know, you pretty much have a whole array of real food to order from. As the waitress just says, uh, "Yeah, just just call me whenever you're ready to order. I'm Judy. Uh, I'll, I'll be nearby and just overlook the menu." We should um, probably try to order for the rest of the group. We're yeah. fine. I I haven't seen actually. Wait. They've got real food? Real food. Like real, real. Fucking classist assholes. Oh, fuck. Get some leftovers. <laughs> Even the dog agrees. Yeah, give me those leftovers. God damn it. Gnostic. Hey, I get that you're hungry. That was I his stomach. I will bring some food for you. Just let me know what you want. Um... Jesus Christ, Racky. <laughs> Uh, nice white you steak, please. Oh, I can't, I can't breathe. Uh, white you know? I think that I'm spying a steak sandwich. I'll, I, I'll probably only eat half of it. Um, dibs. I call dibs. Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna split it with you. I will fucking fight you, Gnostics. <laughs> If, if we're I, if we're split if we're splitting an, an entree, what is what is up your alley? Surprise! Oh dear God! Right then, the waitress comes back. Are we ready to order? This is a it's a sandwich. This is above table. Uh, it's like the up upstairs. It's a like a sandwich place too. But like no no, no upstairs is that, full on like a nice restaurant. You have all kinds of real foods. Uh, any any type of okay, way you okay. can think to cook, you know, anything steak, chicken, fish, uh, anything you can think of. Really nice European restaurant. Um. Also, to um, Nexus is going to in the process. Also, to what before the waitress comes, list all of the different things on the menu. For the rest of the group to choose oh, from. Just twist the knife. Oh, that's cruel. I love it. No, um, I was going to purchase it for them. Oh, I thought you were just reading it off. No. Like, oh, look at up here. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, oh, that's wholesome. I was I was going to just laugh. I'd go like, oh, look, look what we get to eat. Um, Oh wow! I'm not that cruel. Jeez. I'll take I'll I'll take that filet mignon, by the way. Keep that in mind when you're trying when you need me to patch you up. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that steak tartare, but it, um, as rare as it can get. Okay, so steak tartare. We have what was the other one? Filet mignon. Filet mignon. And if it, if it's still mooing, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Belladonna. Thank like you. Oh, steaks. Oh, no. Actually, um, if they've got like a tomahawk steak or something, steak, steak, and steak. So yeah, you're able, you're able to, uh, if everybody got their order, and you're able to translate that to the, to the waitress scarecrow, and she's just like just a little confused, like, oh, wow, okay, um, this many, we don't, this many meals just for you too, huh? It's, it's the. We do. We're worked to the bone, so we want to have some. You know, favorite place. We want to have something at home when we come home from work. You know how it is. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, should but I wrap for, some of these to go then? For the the steak stuff, yes. We'll we'll be having tonight. We'll be we'll uh, we'll be we'll be sharing the the seared ahi and uh, 
Okay. Bottle of sake, warm. Two glasses, please. Okay, you got it. I'll get that in right away. Uh, she kind of scurries off and to streamline things, comes back with food. Uh, you have all the food. You have the to-go bags as well. So now Scarecrow and Nexus are able to sit there, enjoy a meal and some drink. Um, back downstairs. We now live six- together now. And she's going to say that, like, out loud. <laughs> I wish I had because a picture. Because he mentioned w- we're gonna go home. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could take a picture of Scarecrow's face at this moment. Just like splashing coffee over his hands. Just like. I'll draw a picture for you later. Thank you. <laughs> and now six Hanks, uh, Hank and Belladonna, uh, you get your food, your sandwiches come, your coffee, anything that you ordered off of the cafe menu as the waiter. Just uh, hey, if you need anything, uh, anything's wrong. Um, deal with it. I'm sorry. We're so busy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, just hit me up at the deli counter. We'll get it fixed right away. Thanks. And he just kind of scurries Not a off. problem, man. Um, I'm, keeping an eye on the, I'm keeping an eye on the door, by the way, because it's like it, this is a deli and a coffee shop. Cops are going to show up at some point, and I'm just going to like try to keep my eye on that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you watch the door. If you want to give me a perception in the meantime, I'll use that as the contested DV, just in case something like that happens. Um, just you're kind of looking out perceptive DV. Uh, what's Gnostics and Belladonna doing aside from uh, eating? See Hank eating, kind of scoping out the area. What are you two doing? Uh, besides drinking my coffee, um, you know, even though if he's, if he, regardless of whether or not he uh, is actually going to get into it or not, he uh, does like to do like a little scan check of any time he's in a in a place just to see what the nearest network would be. Sure. Yeah. Give me that to your scanner. What about Belladonna? In the crowd. Um, I'm looking to see how well people are eating. What was that? I'm scoping the crowd, looking to see if um, uh, how, like how everyone else is eating, what they've ordered. Um, looking for a possible target. Okay. Yeah. Give me a perception. I'll use a plus two. Yeah. Go ahead. We we've got like three or four of those. What's the um. I see a pick lock from earlier. What was that? Was that right now? Hello? Uh, pick lock? I'm still there. No, I was supposed to be... Ow. That was supposed to be a pickpocket. Oh. Um, was that right now? No, no, that was from before. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. Um, it's okay. okay. Well, yeah, perception. Um, uh, yeah, just let me know uh, yeah. when you're taking an action or something. You know what I mean? So I'll know like okay. if you're trying to roll something. Yeah. All right. Um, perception. Uh, yeah, Hank. Yeah, yeah. Belladonna's not seeing much. Um, it's crowded. It's hard to get a read. Everyone's got sandwiches and coffee and soda and things like. You're not, you're not seeing a difference of it. It's just kind of chaotic. Um, so it's hard to get a read on everything. And same with Gnostics. Uh, you know, you're. You're, it's it's kind of crowded, but you can tell that there is an access point coming from behind the deli bar. Um, but you can't tell exactly where, like if it's in the room you're in, or you know in a room behind the deli bar, or right behind the deli bar, but somewhere over there. Um, and Hank, yeah, you're you're scoping out. You're just kind of watching the door. People are coming and going, but so far no NCPD. Yeah, back upstairs. Nexus Scarecrow, uh, you're enjoying the meal. It's really fucking good. It's real food in Night City. It's like, you know, top of the line uh, compared to what you normally get. And, um, yeah, tasty as hell. You guys just finished your meal. You have good taste. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't find the place, but it's, um, it's been 
criminally long since I've had a taste of home. Speaking of, and as he goes into like sends a quick message on his phone, is to just to let his sister know about the place. It's like, oh my god, they've got real eye. <laughs> um, your sister hits you back. Uh, send me a picture. It's like, <laughs> it's like family. Hold on. It's like snaps a. It's probably like mostly all eaten. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, a, like, it's an empty plate, you know. It's it, like. It's, it's that good. It's an empty plate, you know. Yeah, Gotta respect a family man. That's to say that I'm I'm in this city because of my sister would paint her in a bad light, but um, but no, I'm I'm here well, for her. It's all I really have left of my family back home. It's honorable. Oh, I'm glad something is. The work I do to ensure that she stays safe is not, but. Beggars can't be choosers. What about you? No um, siblings. I mean, there are those who are like siblings to me. You know, grew up with old friends. Just my dad. Is he, uh... From my understanding, there's a somewhat of a shared thread of us having some some shared trauma with uh, with corporate upbringing. Is that possible, you know, part and parcel to you as well? That's not too bold to ask. Yeah, you could say that uh, corporal was fucked up my family real bad. As they do. Can, they consume and cast away. Gnostics does chime in at, at this point. It's like, as touching as all this is, and I'd love to get to know you better. Um, are we talking to each other here, or are we going to be talking to the person who came here to talk to? Ooh, someone who is a little anxious, I see. Don't worry, don't worry. And then uh, in that moment, Nexus gets up. We'll finish this conversation at home. And then she's going to like leave the table like as she slides out. Um, and she's actually going to try to go back to where um, the hostess stand is to speak with uh, Kelly. Nice. Yeah, you make your way out, and um, just as you kind of slide out from the table, the waitress comes back through, uh, dropping the bill in front of you, Scarecrow, and you see it's a, it's a hefty 250 uh, uh, Eddie bill for, th for this meal and the to-go packages and things uh, that you're left with there as Nexus makes her way to the lift and down to the hostess. Um, and the lift opens, and you see, uh, you know, the crowded cafe. You can see Gnostics, Hanks and Hank, and Belladonna over um, at a seat eating some sandwiches and coffee as you step out of the, the lift, and Kelly turns. And, oh, did you enjoy your Oh, just you? Uh, you're alone? Oh, you know, um, I, I, the meal was delicious. Uh, oh, good to hear. finishing up. Um, I believe my partner is paying for the bill. Um, but I figured out the connection. Oh. Yes. Do you know a Drake Peterson? Really? You see her face just kind of drop and, uh, you know, mood change from that sort of smiling, happy hostess, you know, wor working a restaurant and p putting on that persona and being nice to just kind of like emotionless um, and 
really see. In this moment, you. I want to activate the um, uh, my uh, voice stress analyzer as well um, to try to pick up on the rest of the conversation. Different nice. Things. Yeah, give me a perception. Uh, but she says, really, uh, so you know Drake. Uh, wh wh what's this about? How do you know Drake? God, I haven't talked about him in forever. What the, I hate talking about him. What the, so what? Seems like we have something in common. Really? I got a 20 on the perception. Nice. Also, give me a conversation. Yes. There we go. Nice. Um, yeah, she just kind of rolls her eyes, and uh, and you, you're picking up like she's annoyed, um, but you absolutely can get a read with the voice stress analyzer and kind of picking up on her like she's annoyed at talking about Drake and at Drake. It's not you, um, but she actually like engages in the conversation. You almost see a little bit of relief as you try to engage in this conversation, like. She almost wanted somebody to vent to for a minute. You're getting that vibe. Like, you, you're kind of in with her at this angle. But she just goes on to say, like, uh, yeah, uh, Drake, we had our past. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amicable because of our daughter. But, I mean, it's – but but wait a minute. Why am I even getting into into this? I, Listen, how, how do you know I, him? What is this? This is just a really messed up coincidence. But, like, I didn't – I swear I – the only reason why your face was so recognizable was because he would go on and on and on about you. About me to you? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Um, I, I guess I was probably the first to date him when he was newly single. Uh, fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was very fun. And I say that very sarcastically, if you couldn't catch my drift. Um, yeah. Uh, he wanted more of a therapist than uh, a girlfriend. Oh. And listen, nobody has time for that. He's no, a grown he, man. He should figure his own shit out. He definitely needs a therapist. Um, yeah, he, he's he's a mess. Um, oh, I'd say. I'm sorry you had to date him uh, after our thing. I was with him for years, uh, you know, uh, over 10 years. And um, your daughter is beautiful, bud. Uh, thank you. So Alexis, you, right? Yes. So you, you've met Alexis, too. So you were with him during custody uh, weeks then, I take it. No, 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 no. Don't get the wrong idea. Yeah, because he's supposed to report that and we're supposed to have no, no, no. a whole... Thing if someone else is introduced okay listen he's 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 got a lot of issues but he did he's he seems like he's a very upstanding father so that's that's at least good to know that is the one thing he has going for him is he's always been a great dad to alexis i uh, i can't take that from him but as far as a husband uh yeah he's 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 always been married to his work let's put it that way and i was second best until i gave him his daughter and then that was oh, his and, and i'm I was so glad i was not the only one that's oh i me and you we're on the same page listen i feel like you know I, I don't know if you believe in the same things as far as alignment and and things that sometimes are just meant to be i feel like we were meant to connect like there was some vibe that i was getting um i would love to exchange information because I feel like we could 
really connect and be friends. Like, I know it sounds weird because it's like we share the same ex, but I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's something beyond that. Like sometimes horrible situations lead to something really special and, and new connections that are meaningful. Give me a persuasion. We'll do. Use one and of the plus twos. Oh yeah, we have plus twos too. Uh, you can Ooh, use a plus two. Um, so I what you do is in the bottom left mod box of Fantasy Grounds, you see that little box of modifier or whatever, you can just put a, put a two in there, a plus two. Okay. Um, and I have, oh, here we go. We got it. Okay, he said a plus two. Oh, nice. there you go. Um, yeah, a 22 I, with that. I don't, uh, you know what? I, I, I can understand that. I. It's. Look, yeah, fine. I'll give you my contact. Um, you know, to be honest, it, it would just be nice to have someone to vent to that understands how he is. Yeah. Uh, it's been. Yeah. Let's just say he messed situation. me up real bad. I thought that we had something going, something serious. And he was. And mind you, that means that that says a lot about you, that you are quite the woman to leave such a deep scar, if that makes sense. It's not your fault. Uh, Definitely not your fault. But, I appreciate that. Um, um, but I would love to have, you know, a, someone, a girl, to, a girlfriend to talk to you about this because Lord knows that my friends have heard enough about <laughs> Drake Peterson. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Uh, you know, another couple comes up behind you and says, oh, we have reservation for two. And she looks at them. Oh, one second. Um, yeah, uh, let, let's do it. Uh, here. And she holds up her agent to kind of trade numbers and triggers it to your agent. And you hear it ping and you've got her contact and it kind of trades contacts with her. And she says, I'm, I, I really got to get back to work. But, um, you know, please just call me if you want to chat about it. I, 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 honestly, I'd love to vent about him. Uh, but I, I got to get back to work. Oh, and um, I know it's not much, um, but I, basically Nexus wants to um, give uh, 20 eddies to her. Nice. Yeah, you slip that to her and she takes it. And it oh, th thank you. Because, I mean, uh, time is money. Money is time. So. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Please call, call me anytime. Uh, I appreciate it. Okay, I'll sit you now. And this is where we'll end our session. We'll end our session right here with Nexus getting uh, uh, Kelly Harrison's contact while uh, Gnostics Hank and Bella Donna are finishing up their sandwiches. Uh, you see Nexus uh, behind you kind of talking to the hostess as you hear on comms Scarecrow mumbling to himself about a really expensive bill that he's now paying and will say uh, making his way down the lift to reconnect with Nexus and the team. And uh, yeah, when we start off next Saturday, we'll continue right where we left off with the team uh, at the cafe, uh, just ending that sort of interaction that Nexus had. But uh, but thanks so much, uh, Nexus, for joining the team and being part of the first official session. It was so cool to have everyone role-playing so heavy. It was awesome. Thank you. I, re I really loved it. And it was cool uh, uh, 
chat already diving in and getting involved with the plus twos and um, you know adding to the story and stuff. And then also uh, I saw chat giving props to the role play and stuff as well. So um, I'm happy that chat notices what I noticed, which was uh, the great team synergy. Uh, and it's 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 not always that easy uh, when new players come in and you shift things and you know you carry on. But uh, but I felt like this was just seamless. It was so great. Uh, just the the entrance of Nexus, that little expose for her side hustle the past week, that video that you made uh, Udahime as Pulse was awesome. And I love that we yeah. were able to kind of drop that in at the beginning. So, so it was like a little little showcase. <laughs> your media personality that you use to break stories yeah. and then you enter I that. tried to make really sure cool. the, two diff- the two personalities are very different oh yeah catch it. right yeah <laughs> oh yeah i feel it i love it yeah fantastic addition yeah i thought it was yeah. great um so yeah we'll uh we'll continue on next saturday uh same place same time 5 p.m pacific standard right here on the cyber nation uncensored twitch uh shout out to anybody watching the youtube please give us a like and a comment anybody uh, listening to the podcast uh give us a rating i would really appreciate that but uh other than that please everyone try to tune in live every saturday at 5 p.m and join us contribute ideas to the chat and be part of our story and let's see uh where this campaign goes um i forgot to mention too this is our our season two uh session one of the new campaign called wait what um so that's the name of it but uh but yeah thanks so much and uh we'll see everybody next time take care see you next time guys